0: Today, Minister Youngblood and I talk about the current credit score of the church and the road to restoring its credit. We also discuss how we often mimic the abuse of our oppressor. Join the discussion by using the hashtag JDO3Podcast or by emailing me at PastorJohnnyFirstMet.org. At and now, Part four of me, myself, and I, the priest, the preacher, and the pastor. I mean, uh, the Black Panther Party had
1: an Asian branch. The Black Panther Party had a Hispanic branch. Um, but for us as Black people, I think we need to really deal with us first. Uh, because to me, it's kind of backwards for me to go love the world, but I don't know how to treat the brother who looked just like me. So that's kind of crazy to me. That, that's kind of that's how it's divided against each other actually yeah you, you know i think we need to learn to focus on us first because here's the thing how you helping others with nothing eddie murphy made the joke that his father said on, on rock nothing from nothing leaves nothing what are you giving them you're, you're giving them a measure of your nothing no build it here first because that way we can get the blueprint and if other people want to come along and help, if if you want to come, because now I have to say this for everybody else that are that are non-black, we don't have no problem with you coming to help, but you got to be prepared to drink from the same bitter cup as us. You're gonna have to drink from it. I'm sorry, ain't no way around it. So I think internally we deal with us and deal with our issues with religion, uh, uh, belief systems, and all, and principles, and all this, and then we can branch out. Because if you don't know how to do it first, how are you gonna teach somebody else how to
0: do it? Yeah, but if, I, if, I, if, if, how do we get rid of the baggage, though, brother? Like we, we got so much baggage that you gonna make you gonna make it easy. Cause will make it easy for you. Yeah.
1: So let's say I'm five. I'm a five percenter, and let's say you're a traditional Christian. I'm just gonna ask you a few questions. Do the neighborhood need to be uplifted? Yeah. Y'all need help? Yeah. Are you willing to work with me? Cause I'm willing to work with you.
0: Yeah.
1: Are we willing to put these, these, these theological principles aside? Just let's do the work. Yeah. Okay then, that's all I need to know. Yeah. That's all we need. We'll have a dialogue about principle, about beliefs later. We'll talk about that later. Right now, the work is at hand the book of Jeremiah uh, talked about how they would have a tool in one hand but a sword in the other one, right? That we are prepared to, to go this route if necessary. But I, I think we have to be the same way. Hey, I got what I believe here, and, but I still got my tool. We still have to work together. Like, I, I mean, it's as simple as that.
0: Yeah, I, I think what's interesting, and you and I have had this conversation before too, I think even with some of the young adults that we've experienced in, in our church context, is that you know the church for the longest has been the, the the place of ministry. If you need something, come here. If you need something, come here. If you need something, come here. And we've also controlled the narrative, we control the structure, we control the money. And now recently with the millennial group, we've run into a group of, of people not all, because you can't throw a blanket over everybody, but some that are saying, hey, look, I'm starting an organization. This is what this organization is going to do. And no, the church cannot have say-so in what goes on, uh, but we would like the church to invest to support and to back this this opportunity. Uh, and so it, it, it even seems like sometimes in church we're running into the same type of situation where it's going to be is going to require us to do a lot of collaboration and the church per se may not get the main credit for leading it, much like we saw with these marches. Uh, do you think that's the future or is that something that we're just experiencing now? And can the church get back to where we are leading the whole thing?
1: Ooh. Well, I, okay, let's, let's back up. So, I agree with a sense if I'm the founder of the organization um, the church takes in what I think the number is like a, the black church alone is like 20 billion I think a year I don't
0: even know Some, somewhere up there
1: it's, it's a really big number I could be off but it's a really really big number um, if I'm the one that's starting the organization I, I need you guys help uh, but this is not about the church reaping the benefits that's the problem um, the benefit is for the people. The people are a part of the body. So as they win, the church ultimately wins. And I think we all I think all organizations have to look at it like that. This is not about me putting my name on it. Yeah. Because uh, honestly, Tree, when I do stuff for people, I don't even want them to tell nobody. Oh nah don't do that. Nah, because I want God must have the credit. He must get the glory. Not me. Not this organization. Give it to him. It was God that, you know, and I think we every organization needs to look at it like that. As far as the church getting back into the seat of power within the community, I don't think it'll ever lose it completely. Uh, I think the influence of the church is is still way too big. I mean, not not way too big, but it's still really big. I mean, the church still had, uh, the presidents still have Christian advisors and stuff. I mean, they still meet with, with uh, religious leaders and stuff to make certain decisions. So I don't think the church will, has has lost its seat. It's lost its credibility.
0: When we talk about it in terms of credit, you know, of course we know general credibility, but I was thinking back to credit uh, as in finances. Uh, and it takes time to repair credit. Uh, it does. And, and part of repairing credit is sometimes waiting for stuff to just fall off is old news. Right. <laughs> we we survived that. And then other times it's addressing old debts and saying, you know what, hashtag, yeah. Hashtag church hurt. Yeah. We was wrong on some of that. Yeah. We didn't address some stuff and we should have addressed some stuff, but we we should have said something. Yeah. We should have said something, but we did not. But now to repair our credit and to have a good credit history going forward now we have to deal with these marks on our record Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. and honestly that doesn't happen overnight no and, and here's the thing about building credit and you'll find this typical
1: within our community you know what happens every time we build our credit tree the first thing we do is go buy something
0: yeah.
1: your credit went win up 20 points and the first thing is let me go get this new dynasty.
0: Yeah, let me reward myself. Let me reward myself.
1: <laughs> That's what essentially I find the church doing, that you'll see the church make a great stride, and then here you come. Yeah. Somebody's locked up. Yeah. We... Somebody, was, somebody was molesting somebody. Yeah.
0: yeah. And you'll be like, <sighs> look, we, we, just, we just got into the 600s. <laughs>
1: We was, we was getting there. We was getting Now I'm not saying <laughs> isolated events are not going to happen.
0: Yeah.
1: But as a whole, yeah. the body needs to say something. Yeah. Ain't no way in hell they should have been covered. Yeah. And the proof fan. is there. Especially when the proof is there. This, this ain't no, it ain't fabrication. It ain't no, we made it up. The proof is there.
0: Yeah.
1: So why are we still covering it up? Like you can't put your mouth on the man of God. Yeah, but he needs to be held accountable. Sorry. And and, and every time we say, and it's always the major guys. It's the big guy, it never, because again, like you said in the beginning, and I'm glad you said that, you said that, that the look is the cars, money, all that good stuff. So these guys, these, these big time preachers essentially do sit at the top. Ain't no denying that, okay. But when you're asking God's people to help fund you to get a jet because you can't take regular flights, your credit score just went down again, you see? <laughs> and we don't understand as a people that what you do at the top is a reflection of the whole because nobody care what Reverend Joe Blow doing on the West or in Acre's Home. They don't care. But Osteen, on the other hand, we ca- Ralph West, on the other hand, we care, yeah. he
0: cares. Well, what what he should have done is he should have asked for that jet during COVID season because then he could have said, Hey, look, man, I need to fly on this private jet (laughs) because it's COVID out there. Hey, Tree, I'm going to tell you
1: right now, I can't trust your Last name is Dollar. Oh, come on, man. I don't trust you. I can't. I can't. No, no.
0: It's a legit name. I
1: mean, yeah.
0: But let's say this back to this idea of the oppressor. And I'm gonna throw my man Bill Cosby in there, even though oh, okay. I probably shouldn't call him my man. All right, go ahead. But go ahead. but to say this, that yes, he did those things, and it was wrong. Okay, so we've That's done true. that court of law, proven wrong. But he was mimicking behavior that he saw modeled from, as we were gonna call the oppressor. He was in an industry. He started gaining money. Started gaining power. Started gaining fame. And then he sees the way these other people are managing their power. And for some reason, he believed it. He He forgot. And you, know, you know what Paul <laughs> Mooney called that,
1: right? You know what Paul Mooney call it? happened to No, no. That's called your wake up call. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> they go remind you.
0: Oh, yeah. You're not one of us. now now having said that now to bring you back into this dialogue because i want you to talk about this is that some of us as pastors and preachers do the same thing is you talk about cutting off these narratives and and cutting off this trained uh behavior this train this model behavior it's like look this is how elite people behave this is what elite people do and now that you're a part of the club, you now have the access or the ability to do these things. And then the church loses credibility when, when we take advantage and abuse power. So uh, I ask my grandfather this all the time is, is it possible to have this power without being corrupt or corrupted?
1: Power does corrupt. I could easily say what I would do with twenty million dollars, yeah. but when you actually get it, it's a whole another story. Yeah. So what we're doing right now, we're really bouncing theory and principle off each other. We really don't know what we would do. I, I don't. I can't be bought. Now maybe I'm saying that because the right amount of money ain't been in my yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm gonna yeah. keep it all the way fuck. I'm gonna keep it a beam with God's people. Yeah. Maybe I ain't had the right.
0: A, somebody try. <laughs> I'm rich! Yeah, no. At least
1: please somebody try. You know, but is you have to condition yourself. Again, that's where conditioning comes in. Because as a believer, you should live your life in the moves you make in anticipation for when that time does come. Because if you're doing the work, no matter if it's 10, 20, 30, 40 years, you're doing the work, it will happen. So in the meantime, I'm gonna tell you a principle I I used to teach people. When things are going to hell in your life, you're actually kind of good. Because when things are going well, you probably might want to take a second look at what's going on. Because you notice people don't talk to God when everything is good you're not conditioned to serve the most high, even in the good and the bad. And it's the same thing with conditioning the power because you don't know what power looks like and you get a little taste of it, you've lost your mind because the people around you and the principles you were taught were not conditioning you to not think about yourself. I had a dream, Tree. I had a dream that I had a million, I had a, a big, big church and i made some kind of deal to where i got back 20 million in my pocket and i sat there at my desk and i said i'm gonna get this back to god's people and i set up a system to where everybody in the church i had like in the dream i had like five thousand members i split that money with them here yeah, this is y'all this ain't mine i can't i got enough. this is what and that's in my heart to do that because i know what i know what it's like to be hopeless I know what it's like, and I will not, I, I can say that emphatically, I will not, I hope I can say that, I will not allow myself to be built up, but the people around me, are they're
0: going, they're doing even worse. Yeah. Why would I have a helicopter and my nippers are walking? Thank you for joining us on Pastor Janey03, the podcast. I am eager to hear your feedback about today's podcast. Look email me at pastorjohnny at firstsmack.org or connect with me on any of the social medias by simply searching Johnny Ogletree III. You can also find me by looking up the hashtag PastorJDO3. I want you every Monday at 7 a.m. to join this community for another podcast that is sure to drive thought and inspire dialogue. I truly look forward to sharing the next podcast with you. I'll see you next week on Pastor JDO3, the podcast.